Welcome to Red Zone DFS Week One, baby. NFL is here. We just finished up watching the Rams get absolutely fucking pummeled by the Bills. (laughs) How you guys doing? How we feeling, Vinny? How you doing? I'm doing all right. I I got yelled at at halftime to go and uh, clean up the dog shit out in the backyard, and so I sprinted out there with no shoes on, and uh, the second (laughs) step went right in a big old mountain. So. Wasn't the most positive a start to the second half, but I obviously didn't miss much with the, the way the were you were, were you barefoot? Did it go in between your toes? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was barefoot. It was not Ooh. good. <laughs> Ooh. Well, that's that's uh, that was it. It was a nice juicy one, or was it like semi hard? Yeah, already? dude, it was nice and juicy. It was, it's 111 here, so yes, it was just baking in the sun all day. Ah, keeps them nice and nice. moist. Eh? Yeah, not positive. Nice. Well, very good. Right. Very good. That's all, all right, guys. <laughs> all right, guys. We got week one. We got Cheers a big slate. We got every team playing except for the Rams, the Bills, and our Monday night matchup. So let's get right into it. We're going to go into our quarterbacks, high, mid, low, snake style, like we always do. Jimmy, I'm going to let you lead off with the quarterbacks here. Who do you got at the top? Um, I'm going right back to kind of what we talked about in the preview uh, at the very top of the board. Uh, I'm not going to complicate it. Uh, I'm going to play Mahomes, and I'm going to play Kelsey with him, and I'm going to play MVS, and that's going to be my chief stack. And, you know, I I just – there's other guys up there, um, but I think a lot of people are going to try and get cute with quarterback this week. There's so much value elsewhere that, like, at running back and quarterback and tight end, I have just decided that, like, that's not where I'm going to hunt for value this week. I'm just going to go for the sure guys. They're playing Arizona, who I think is kind of a tire fire. Uh, you know, they certainly don't have as good a defense as the Rams. And we saw what just happened to the Rams against a very high-powered offense at home. So, yeah, Patty Mahomes, I mean, it's not a sexy pick. It's not like a groundbreaking pick, but up high, like, that's where I'm going. No, it's a smart pick. I mean, the Chiefs offense, everyone's going, oh, no Tyree Kill, what are they going to do? I think we're going to see a a revamped offense. I think we're going to see some different things happening. They're not going to be going over the top as much. You're going to see a different side of Mahomes, and I think it's going to put Arizona in a bind that already has a bad defense. I think Mahomes is a great pick, Jim. Vinny, where are you going? Yeah, I'm with you. I, I like him a lot this week. Uh, I'm just going to go down 100 bucks as well. I think my favorite stack of the day is is the Chargers. Uh, looking at ownership, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, I've looked at two different sites, and they are just getting overlooked. It seems like um, Herbert at 7600, dude. He he has the the most potential upside on the slate. You've got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, both coming in, at least for me, under 10%, and Austin Eckler right at 10%. So I think the Raiders are just really susceptible through the pass. You know, I know they're building that thing out there, but, I mean, Herbert's pretty unstoppable no matter who he's playing against, and you get a soft matchup defensively. So, you know, I think the Raiders can keep it kind of close as well. So I like this to shoot out quite a bit. Um, But Herbert is my top stack. 
No, it's a great pick. And if I'm going to lean on a stack there, it's going to be Keenan Allen getting all those catches underneath. I can see Keenan oh, Allen getting 12-plus catches. I mean, Doesn't uh, he always just dominate the Raiders too? Yeah, and the Raiders, like, the one strong thing they have is their free safety and Trevin Morig, right, going over the stopping plays over the top, which is going to be Mike Williams. I'm not saying Mike Williams isn't going to get a couple big catches, but Keenan Allen's more the safe play in that stack in my opinion. Yeah, and I just think there's a lot of different ways you can go. Like I said, you can mix in Eckler. You can mix in Josh Palmer. Like, there's – you know, you want to get real weird, Gerald Everett's there. Like, there's just a lot of different ways, similar to the Chiefs, that you can get weird with it if you want. I like so, it. Yeah. Joe? All right. Yeah, I'm going with Aaron Ayahuasca Rogers. So, oh. I don't – I don't. what's his ownership looking like? Because I don't think Low. people are going to be all Nothing. about him. Uh, he's he's like sub five. No, sub five. No Devontae Adams, right? You can get really creative with those 3%. stacks, right? You did a lot of shots in the dark. Definitely a lot of good GPP plays with those receivers. Lazard, Dubes. I mean, Tanya might even play this week as a great red zone threat that nobody's going to be on. I mean, he's practicing. So if he's a full go, Rogers to Tanya for a red zone threat, you can go Rogers with Aaron Jones. I mean, there's a lot of different combinations you can do. And the, yeah. and the Vikings suck. The Vikings defense is really, really bad. Defense and I see sucks, this yeah. game shooting out as well. Just Rogers going full Madden mode in the like third and fourth quarter and just throwing it up. So I think Rodgers is 300-plus game, maybe four touchdowns. No one's going to be on that passing game for, for Green Bay. So I, I think it's a really sneaky play. Yeah, I definitely right. – Joe, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. He's got one of the uh, – he, he's he's like 2 to 3% looking at ownership right now. So, I mean, yeah. I, I don't really – I don't agree with the projection either that I'm seeing around on some different sites. Minnesota's defense is, is nothing special. Yeah. Um, you know, and like you said, it's going to have to be the Aaron Rodgers show. So, I mean, I really, really like that play. Yep. All right. Going below seven K into that mid range, Jim. Uh, so the mid range is, is kind of a weird one for me this week. Once I kind of took a look at it some more, um, I don't I don't know if there's anybody that I'm going to play in this mid-range. If I had to pick one person, I would probably pick Trey Lance um, just because it looks like it's going to be a little bit rainy. Um, I think that they're going to run the ball. I don't think he's going to have a very big passing game, but I think he could have one of those games where he throws two touchdowns and then runs two in. And then, I mean, just in touchdown points, you're at 24 points right there, right? So, um yeah, I mean, I, I like. I think if I had to pick in the mid range, um, Trey would be my guy. But I'm really not interested in playing anyone until we get down further into like the uh, the low to mid fives. What about you guys? Then, yeah, I mean, I was on Burrow earlier this week, and obviously, I still like the receivers as one offs, but looking at what he did versus them last year, like they, they still won the game, but like he didn't absolutely blow them out. And I think the Steelers have had all off season to plan for this. They saw yeah. him twice last year. Um, you've got TJ Watt, you know, their linebacker core is good. I know the DBs aren't super solid, but Mika Fitzpatrick is back there. I just think this game could be a little bit muddier than people think, like not necessarily a shootout. Yeah. Um, so if I'm going into the mid-range, my guy is Kirk Cousins. Um, yes. I just think Cousins at yep. home. I'm hoping Rodgers, you know, kind of pushes the ball a little bit. Um, they don't just rely on the run game and defense here. But new offensive coordinator, they're going to want to flex a little bit, I think. And 
Um, yeah, I, I like Cousins down here at 6,100. Is my second favorite, man. Yeah, no, Cousins is definitely my favorite in that mid-range area there. Um, I want to talk about Jalen Hurts just because I was on him a few weeks ago in our pod. Um, apparently, the rest of the world is too. And, yes. you know, people have people, you know, have the Eagles winning the Super Bowl this year, right? So he's going to go 23% plus. It's a little bit scary. I feel like I need to have one lineup with him in case he does go absolutely berserk and the Lions are just being the Lions because his ownership's going to be so high and I don't want to have a line, any lineups without him. Well, right? I think but if he does go 35 plus and he's top Q. So, so to your point, I am going to play some Hurts. But I'm going to do things that n- most people won't do, which is stack him with two other guys, right? Most people are just going to play Hurts by himself, or maybe they'll play Hurts with with Devontae Smith or, or you know, one of whoever else, right? Um, I don't think a lot of people will choose to go ahead and stack Hurts with Smith and Brown or Hurts with one of those receivers and Goddard. Um, and when I play him, that's that's what I'm gonna do. I think that this game could get into a little bit sneaky of a shootout. Um, I think Detroit's offense is a lot better than their defense is. Um, I mean, you take a look at hard knocks, there, I mean, there was multiple guys who made the Detroit Lions that were drafted in the fifth, sixth, and seventh round, and like that are gonna like play like key parts on their defense, which. You know, it's a great story, great for them, but the NFL week one in a dome on a fast track with really pretty prolific offense, like that could get pretty dicey. I don't think Philly's got the greatest defense in the world either. Um, And week one is just you're going to blow assignments. There's guys who haven't played a bunch. So I think if you're going to play Hurts, you just have to go all in and go like three Philly guys and two Detroit guys and just game stack it. And I think that that's how you're going to get different. I, yeah, I, agree I just with you usually, there. I always think like Hertz is better when I know he's going to be down, right? Because those fourth quarters when he's running on prevent defenses and he's going to get 50 plus yards in the fourth quarter. I just think they might blow out the lions early. Yeah. And the Philly, that's they, my their identity wants to be the run. Right. So I, if they get up early, they're just going to run the ball every play. I, I think Philly is going to be really good this year. And I that's my fear, too, is they come out and just blast Detroit. Um, you know, nobody's talking about that because of, again, the hard knock story and the feel good story. But I think it's a very clear path where, where Philly just comes out and, and blows these guys away. And what scares me is like hurts if you stack the game. I, I'm with you, Jim. I think that's the path. If you're going to do it, you got to go all in. But he could very easily like, run two touchdowns in they run another touchdown in and then you have like aj brown and devonta smith or goddard and like those guys are finishing with like nine points 11 points you know and it's like they still dominate but there's so many different paths for that versus like with the running ability like lamar right it's like it's going lamar or mark andrews and and that's pretty much your path to winning that game right so I'm with that's my concern with Hurts. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't I think just it's a don't, bad play, but it's just hard to predict. Like, I mean, week week one, I just don't think that you're going to see Jalen Hurts running a whole bunch. Yeah, right? it, I just yeah, that's a big negative. I just don't think that you're going to see him like designed runs. Like, they're going to save that for games that they need it, and they don't need it versus Detroit, right? I don't they think want, so. They want to work AJ Brown into the offense. Yes, they're going to want to run the ball, but if they're up 
if this was like week 11, I would totally agree with you. But you saw in this game tonight, if you look, the Bills had that game in hand. They were still running Josh Allen. They were still throwing the ball down the field. I mean, they were up by 17 points, right? Yeah. These guys haven't really played a whole lot. So they, in order to get some cohesiveness into the offense, they're going to go pretty hard with their foot on the gas oh, until, sure. until, you know, 10 yeah, minutes no, left I, in the fourth. I so, think they smack them. It's just, I think you're playing, you know, Russian roulette a little bit with like who it's going to be doing the damage with Jalen Hurts. You know what I, I mean? It, I, so I, I agree. Well, I mean, that's, that's the, but if you are able to hit, we're talking about GPP, oh, right? Like 100%. If you're, if you're mm-hmm. able to hit, then totally. like, that could that could be the path. To win. No, I, for sure. I think you definitely can take some chances with him and have yourself right. a really good freaking day. So, so, cool. we're, so if let's, we're going all the way down, is there yeah, anybody else down the here area. that you guys are interested in? Because uh, I, I almost, have, I I almost want to play guy. some. I almost want to play some Derek Carr just because of the game flow. I think it's going to, you know, but the the problem is I don't know what this offense is going to look like with McDaniels yeah, coming over. I don't know if they're going to be running three running backs, who the receivers are going to be. Does Renfro even get any play in this offense like they did with Gruden? There's too many question marks, and I'm just going to wait to play any yep. car this year, even if his salary yep. goes up. And the max it's ever going to go up is 65, right? Yeah, Carr's yeah. never going to get above I mean, that 6,500 range. So I'm just going to wait on Carr, even though I'm definitely interested to see what the hell happens over there. Sure. Yeah. The, the one guy that I have interest in down in the 5K range, down a little bit lower, I, I will have some Jameis. Um, I, like the, I like the roller coaster with him. Uh, I like the fact – I don't even care if he throws multiple picks, right? That almost helps it because it's like, <laughs> let's keep this game a little close. I also looked up last year. I know Sean Payton's not there and everything, but both Saints-Falcons games went over 50 points last year. So oh, to I know. note, though, it's the same offensive coordinator. So Carmichael's same been yeah, totally. Peyton's offensive coordinator this entire time. I know Peyton's been running the show, but it is the same guy. It's going to be the same style. I mean, sure. how much is going to and, change? And Jameis looked good last year before the injury. He's got he's got more weapons on the field this year. Like, I, I like it, man. And I think it's similar. Like, you can kind of mix and match and go uh, Camara with Michael Thomas. You can go, you know, Michael Thomas and Olave. You can go Olave and Jarvis Landry if you want to fade you know, slant boy, like there's a lot of different things you can do there. Uh, but I like, I, I think Jameis is, he's going to make games way more interesting than they should be. And like, this is a perfect example of that week one, like he could throw two pick sixes, but like four touchdowns, you know, which For he's sure. a, he's I'm a betting. stat machine, dude. Yeah. No, yeah. He's like Brett Favre. He's so I love playing him in fantasy. Yeah. Jim, who's the guy you're eyeing down here? <laughs> well, I think that, you know, I mean, obviously we talked about the Philly game. I think that if if we're really high on that game of, of being kind of a shootout, I think Goff is a good way to go um, just because the offense is pretty concentrated right now. Um, if you wanted to pick two receivers, I actually think DJ Chark might be a little bit of a sneaky play downfield uh, for some bigger plays. Um, I mean – I think that I'm going to take a shot in at least one lineup and play some Daniel Jones at at $5,000. Like I don't need a whole lot out of him, but he's got the running upside that he can get me 20 points, 22 points. And at $5,000, if he can get me there, I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, He's a guy that you can kind of play. I like to do the kind of the non-traditional thing of playing a quarterback with a running back 
that catches passes. So I'm interested in playing Daniel Jones with Saquon Barkley. Um, it's not going to be a popular play by any means, uh, but it's something in, in some of the larger field single entries that I'm definitely going to try this week just because of the price point. Yeah, and that offense is still a two-man show. It's yep. Jones and Barkley, and there's not anything else going on. So that's a perfect stack, even if they don't correlate together. Yeah, I mean – They're getting they're, all the points. The, right now, we, I have no idea which receiver. Could be Kadarius Tony if he's healthy. I like that. Wandale Robinson, who knows? Is Sterling Shepard going to be healthy? Is uh, is Kenny Galladay going to be on the field? Can he catch the ball? Um, I mean, so, like, I'll just go with the – if I'm going to take a risk and play Daniel Jones, I'll just play him with Saquon and then kind of get weird elsewhere. All right. All right. I mean, that covers it for me for quarterbacks. There's no right. one else on GPP side that I want to talk about. So. Yeah, nope. the, the only guy I'm going to mention is I'll, I will have some bring backs. I'll be talking about Mahomes. I'll have some Kyler for sure. Um, if Ron, I, I, if, I just if think Ron, he's going to be running a gun in the whole time, man. If, if Rondale Moore does not play, I'm not playing Kyler. I I don't mind it at all. I he he may he could run for 150 yards on Sunday. Kyler could. You know what I mean? Like he he's going to be chasing. See, I think that Chiefs defense. So I think have, that Chiefs defense has improved this you year. You have no D Hop. So you yep. have maybe no Rondale Moore, and Zach Ertz is questionable. For sure, I'm just going to pair him as skinny. So even with, with those three guys, you don't want to play him. You still no, want to play him? I'm going to just pair him up with Hollywood, and I have no problem. And I'll bring it back with multiple Chiefs because I do think that game goes bananas, man. Like, I would I would rather just play Hollywood and a bring back. That. Of yeah. the chief stack. For sure. You could for sure do that. Um, but I'm going to have some of them because, again, I think his rushing upside, we talked about it early in the year, chasing that little bastard around the field is just impossible. Um, just, so yeah. I, I'm going to have some Kyler on Sunday. All right. That's all. Right. Let's move on. To, let's move on to running backs. Whew. Vinny, I'll let you lead this one off at the top. Um. I mean, I, I'm going to have all, all, all the three main guys up top. Like, I'm going to have shares of all of them. But I think if I had to put my foot in the ground on one, it's going to be McCaffrey. Like, dude, he he's just – that. he's what makes that whole offense go. We talked about it on the preview show. Like, Carolina's ass is on fire. If this coach doesn't get off to a good start, he's a goner. Um, it, he's just going to be the bell cow. He's going to get a ton of receiving. He's going to get a ton of rushing. Um Early in the year when he's healthy, I'm going to chalk him up until he gets banged up. Yeah, Matt Rule needs to give him the ball 35-plus times or else he's losing his job. Matt Rule. Yeah. I, dude, if they go into halftime and, and they're, like, trailing to Jacoby Brissett and the Browns, like, talk's going to pick up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Twitter's going to be on fire to, like, let this guy go. So, yeah, I'm just going to ride McCaffrey in a ton of lineups, <clears> but I will have some of the other guys. So I'll let you guys kind of dive in. I'm a I'm a little did. hesitant on Jonathan Taylor. I'm obviously going to have a little bit of him. You can't go without him. I just don't feel like they're going to need him to carry the ball more than 15 times in this game. And they're going to go Naheem Himes. They're going to let Matt Ryan do some play action. Or Jonathan Taylor gets 15, 20 carries, and he busts for three touchdowns and breaks, breaks a few, right? And you need to be a part of that. So, yeah. you know, you got to tell yourself a story. But I'm going to have some Jonathan Taylor, but he's not my favorite. I would say my favorite up in the top four there is Austin Eckler, if we're not yep. going to talk McCaffrey. Eckler is McCaffrey. He's a twin, right? Dude. He does all the same things. He's the same type of offense. He's going to get the catches out of the backfield. He's going yes. to run the ball. He is the focal point of that offense. And when Eckler's not in, that Chargers offense completely changes. He's 100%. also going to be only half the ownership of those guys. Yep. 
No yeah, one's going to want to play PPR, him. His PPR, it just it's way too high, and he yeah. gets the ball in the red zone. They don't take him out in short yardage situations. No, it's a big totally. deal. So Eckler's my favorite outside of McCaffrey. Jim, um, you, you haven't like so, draw a line at any of these guys. So I'm full fading Derrick Henry. Ooh. Not playing any Derrick Henry. Interesting. Uh, it's it's more of a thing where I think that Derrick Henry seems to come on as the year goes on more and more. And look, we can't play everybody. It could end up just completely fucking me over. But he's just the one guy that has no pass catching ability. Um, they could absolutely kick the shit out of the Giants. And if they're up, you know, 14 points at halftime, he's not going to see any carries in the second half. Like, he's dealing with that foot injury. They're, he's their team, right? And yeah. I just he, – he's the guy that I would much rather just play Austin Eckler. I'm with Joey on that one. And Christian McCaffrey, those are my two favorite guys if I'm paying up. Um, and Or – the, the guy that I really like, if we're just going just under, is Dalvin Cook. Um, he's probably going to be my highest owned player this week. Um, I think I like that, that he's going vastly overlooked. Alexander Madison popped up on the injury report today. He's questionable. He's dealing with some sort of lower body injury. Uh, I think that, you know, everyone's so focused on the pat on Minnesota's going to come out and you know, pass the ball over the place with O'Connell and blah, 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 blah. But he just came from the Rams. And if you go back and look, I mean, Sean McVay and the Rams last year wanted to run the ball as much as they could. So I think that they're going to lean on that early. Um, I think that they would rather ease Kirk in and not have Kirk have to throw the ball 55 times. So I like that game, but I'm, Dalvin Cook is going to be my guy. It's going to be pretty close between him and Eckler, my two highest stone uh, guys. But, I mean, Dalvin Cook coming in at sub-5% ownership, I mean, yeah, a guy that's going to get absolutely basically every touch, like, yes, yeah, sign look, me up for Cook, that. Cook is always playing hurt, right? Like, he's one of those guys who gets banged up and he plays yep. through it. Get Dalvin Cook early when he yep. is healthy. Yeah, he is going to get the ball, and he's going to going to make people miss. He's going to have big runs. I'm a 100%. little bit just on the opposite side of that, just simply for matchup purposes. I, I think I, I'm just looking at it through the lens of like Tennessee lost AJ Brown, the guy they replaced him with, not even going to probably be starting. Uh, if he is, you know, Traylon Burks has a lot of question marks. Dude, we thought his volume was good, like insane last year. Derrick Henry, he's going to get so many carries here against a probably one of the two or three worst teams in the league. You know what I mean? And I mean, but it's hard it, it, to if, if we were talking last year, Vinny, and Joe Judge was the head coach, I would probably agree with you. You've got a head coach of Brian Dable who's going to go over to the defensive side and said, I don't care if you have to put nine guys in the box. We are not yeah. going to let Derrick Henry beat us. It's Brian Dable's first game. He is going to do everything he can possible to eliminate their number one weapon. And because they lost A.J. Brown, makes it all that much easier, right? Yeah, so Ryan Tannehill's now now going to have to lean on some of these other guys. There's a guy who we'll talk about it in a different position on Tennessee that I'm going to absolutely hammer, and it's not a wide receiver. Yeah. But I, and, that, so that, that's, the, that's the point of view. I see your point of view, but there's an actual head coach 
with brain cells on the other side of the ball now, coach yeah. for the Giants, he wants to win his first game. He totally. doesn't want to lose, and he yeah. absolutely doesn't want to get embarrassed by Derrick Henry. Yeah, and I, I, I'm i a little bit hesitant on Dalvin just because I do have some – like major respect for the Packers rush defense, like in, in their defense overall. Like, yeah, but their, their defensive line is their worst. Their run defense is totally. their worst part of their defense. No, I hear you. He, they've got a, the back end. Really good play. Yeah. They've got great, they've got great linebackers. They have great safeties. They've got great corners with Jair Alexander. Like I th- actually think that the passing game is going to be a little tough for them. Yeah. So I think that they're going to try and run the ball to set up some of these big play action shots to Jefferson and stuff. So I get totally. it. It's not going to be a popular play, but with some of the GPPs we're trying to take down, uh, yeah. he's a guy I'm willing to take a stab at. At like 4%, no, um, sign me up. The guy that I'm really hot on this week is Alvin Kamara. Yeah. I just think that he's Saints offense one, is going to explode, right? Yeah, and Kamara's got that same effect as like Eckler McCaffrey. He doesn't get the same volume, hence why he's priced a little bit lower. Yep. Ingram has got to be a pile of dust at this point in his career. I, do. I mean, th- you don't have Sean Payton in love with Taysom Hill on the goal line, right? There's a lot of hopeful hope, things hope I'm thinking not. here. We right? hope there's not. a lot of hopeful things here. So I'm not going full 80% Kamara, right? But there's going to be a lot of Kamara in my lineups, 30 40%, just because I think Jameis is going to air it out and Kamara is going to have a lot of open space. It's not the Drew Brees offense where there's eight packed in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people are going to have to spread out, and that's where Kamara thrives. I think yep. Alvin Kamara is going to have a huge year, and he gets to go against a putrid Falcons. Yeah. He's another guy, too, Joey. Like, he gets banged up and gets nicked up a little bit while he's healthy going against an absolutely terrible Atlanta team. You might as well just hammer the hell out of him, right? Yeah. yeah we talked about this in our pod a couple of weeks ago, right? Like, go high at running back this week. Because yeah. we're going to go on receivers here soon, and you can get real dirty down there and get some good points. And these top six running backs, I mean, you can just cycle through them. Yeah, what do you guys all- think about Mixon? Well, I mean, he's I, coming I like, in at like one of the highest owned players on the Yeah, side. I think that I'm like Joey just said, I, I, I'd rather pay up for Kamara, um, or there's a guy right below him that's getting sandwiched in between Swift and Mixon and James Conner, where if all these wide receivers don't play, that's who I got. Um, that's who I have a whole lot of interest in Me too. for a hundred dollars less than Mixon. And uh, everyone's coming Swift. in sub five percent right now. Yeah, yeah. I've got him at I've got him at three point eight percent on the side I'm looking at. I, so I like, really like James Conner. Uh, Me too. Me too. Um, Mixon, he's fine. Uh, I just think that, you know, I, I he's he's got a really high ceiling. I think he probably has one of the highest ceilings out of any running back this week. Um, Joe, you're right actually, there. He actually does have the highest boom the rate. <laughs> um, okay. He's got he's got the highest boom rate out of any running back on the slate this week. So who's that? Mixon does. Yeah. So the possibility is there. But he could also have, you know, 16 carries for 58 yards and and yeah. two catches for 13 yards, and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. So at, at look what looks to be somewhere in the 15 to 22% owned range, um, I'll probably just go elsewhere. Like you said, Vinny, I really like James Conner this week, especially like if Rondale and, ends up being ruled out. 
Totally. And, and right below him, I really like Aaron Jones. So that's why I'm with you. Like, I think Mixon's a totally fine play. If you want to go there, I would not like judge or say anything at all. But I have no problem dipping a couple hundred less and going Connor and Aaron Jones, uh, in my opinion. Yeah. So I really like if I'm going to go down low and there's really only one person I'll play in the low in, end, I guess, is Najee. And Jimmy, I know you're going to scoff at that and you as well as you should. I'm actually really excited to see what the Steelers' offense is going to look like with Mitch Trubisky. Mitchell. <laughs> Sorry, Mitchell Trubisky. Okay. I just – he's got the legs. He's going to move around. It's not the statue Ben Roethlisberger standing out there. I think there's a lot of potential for dump-offs, things like that. I think that Najee is actually going to get more catches this year than he had last year. If I think the offense is going to be opened up. Too. Yeah, exactly. But if that offense opens up more – and they're not throwing the ball three yards every single play, that's only going to open up the box for Najee. So totally. I'm really excited to see what's going to happen with that offense. I'm going to have some Najee. I have him in some year-long ones this year. It's definitely a bet. He's the other guy, too. Like, when you start getting down here, that you know becomes the concern always. But, like, he's going to get 20 to 25 touches minimum on Sunday. And it's, like, really hard just to replicate that. You know what I mean? At any, at any like, price point. So yeah, I'm with you. I- uh, he's another guy that, like, I just like other people better. So, like, for me personally, uh, he, I'll have 0% Najee Harris, and it's only because I would rather play Aaron Jones or James Conner or drop all the way down to some other guys. But do you guys have any – do you have anybody else between, like, 5,700 to 6,300 that you guys like in that kind of mid-range? Yes, Cordero Patterson. Ooh, yes. And again, this is a GPP thing, right? This is not cash games. These are not yes. sure things when you're getting down here, but they don't really have a second running back. Yeah. Right? They might rotate a little bit. And it's the same thing. They got a running quarterback in Mariota that can move around a little bit. They're going to do creative, weird things. Cordell Patterson can break loose. I was, I was on a gross take here, but. I don't like that the fact his ownership is creeping up, but mm. I was hoping to get Antonio Gibson for like 0% own because wow. all I've seen is people dogging on him all offseason. And being that the backup uh, is out, we think. Uh, well, no, he is out. Well, he got shot. One of them, the one of them got know, shot. I was making a joke. Um, <laughs> I, just, so just make it clear. I, he got shot in the ass. Downfall for he's Sunday. On IR to return. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that was the only guy because, again, volume, right? Like, that was my only thought on it. But sure. his his, volume, his ownership's creeping up, and I'm out. If he's going to yeah. be, like, 10% or more. So I like I, I feel you. Um, um, Joe, I'm all over the Patterson call. Um, I really, really like that. Uh, Vinny, do you have anybody below 5,700 who you're on? Dude, I, Eli I, Mitchell. I, I'm going to lose a lot of money or I'm going to win a lot of the money this week with Eli Mitchell. Like, mm-hmm. dude, he uh, absolutely destroyed the Bears last year. They are not going to get let Trey Lance throw the ball 35, 40 times on Sunday. They are going to pound them on the ground, and I'm just running with it. Like, and Shanahan does in. not give a shit about his running backs getting hurt because nope. he is the next man of mentality. So while Eli Mitchell's the starter, you play him. He's, He's got like eight of them. He, he practiced in full today. He is good to go at 2% ownership that he's coming in at, like, dude, I'm going to have him in probably 70% of lineups. I mean, just like, I just don't get it. Like, the same thing going through, like, all these best ball drafts and stuff like that. Everyone talks about, well, you got to draft the bell cow. Well, you got to draft the bell cow. He was the bell cow when he was healthy last year. 
Like, I, I get it for, you know, best ball or whatever if you're concerned about that, but this isn't best ball. I need him week one to go nuts. And if he gets banged up yeah. and, and gets hurt, you know, in week two, then we won't okay. play only, DFS. The only risk three. factor, the only risk factor, and I don't even think it's that big of a risk because of his price, is Trey Lance taking his touchdowns on the goal line, right? Yeah, but I just that's I why just he's priced 5,400. It's worth it. I just think that they're going to run the ball so much. That he can still get 50, his. That mm-hmm. at 5,400, if if he only gets one touch, let's say he runs for 100 yards, gets one touchdown, and has like three catches. Well, dude, they, they, there you go. You're at 20 to 22 yeah. points, and that and that's plenty fine, right? You, you don't need, you know, I don't think we're looking for the 34-point game from Eli Mitchell. Oh, yeah. I, no, think I, was just, I was just playing devil's advocate with that, yeah. right? That's I guarantee that's why his ownership is so low, and that's why his price is so low. There is no other reason. And I'm okay playing him at 5,400 like you, for everything you just said, Jimmy. Yep. Yeah, he went for 137 on 18 carries last year versus the Bears. So yep. I will be playing him at 5,400 quite a bit. Um, anybody else in here? I've got two guys below 5,700 that I'm playing aside from them. Jim, I know Go you've dogged it. on me every time I bring his name up. I'm going to have a little bit of uh, A.J. Dillon. I, I just don't think the Packers have any receivers they trust. And – I think Aaron Jones is going to get some slot work. I think they're going to run two backs. Like, I think he can vulture a touchdown or two. Like, he's going to play a lot. And he's coming in sub five. Like, this is not, definitely not a um, – I think there's a way for both guys to eat, I guess is what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I would rather play Damian Pierce at 4,800. I have some interest in him too. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to look down here, like – He's someone that I'm going to have in some lineups. You know what I'm saying? Again, he's a guy that I just – I'm going to have 0% of. And it, it could kill me, but, like, I can't play everybody. So he's a particular totally. guy that I have just chosen to not play. I would rather spend up and play Aaron Jones, especially if Lazard's going to be out. Yeah, I think it's fair to see how it's going to shake out. I'm just saying, like, that price point is very juicy. So – uh, you touched on Damian Pierce. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't get, like, again, everyone wants the bell cow, and I get he's playing Indianapolis, but they cut Marlon Mack off the team, and really the only other running back there is Sex Rex. <laughs> so, like, this guy's going to, I don't, I mean, he's going to get it done with volume. Anytime they're around the goal line, he's going to be the one getting the ball. Like he could turn into a three down back very, very, very quickly. Yeah, um, and Lovey Smith uh, is incredibly old school. Like yep. he's not going to this new ball, this new football, spreading it out, throwing the ball. Like he so, didn't do it when he went to Illinois. He's nope. the same coach. It's, I mean, they sat Damian Pierce in the second and oh, third. He came. He came out. Game. He came out and said he's the guy. Like he yeah. is the dude. So he's he's the guy. So. I mean, if his ownership 40, stays where it's at, I, I'm I'm in on him. For well, sure. this is well, this is going to be the cheapest you're going to get him for the for the entire year. No, I agree, but like his ownership's not creeping, which is I, very odd. But we'll, well see because most people, Vinny, don't know who yeah. this guy is, and they're going to pay up this week and just go. Yes. So if, you know, uh, Taylor. Yeah, and then the, the automatic reaction it was my reaction is I'm not playing a goddamn Texas player, right? That's the immediate reaction. Yeah. <laughs> so, and most people stick with that. Yep. So that's that's the guy if we're going down low that I like. Um, cool. 
That's as low as I'm going. Yeah. That, well, I mean, I don't know how much lower you can get. I mean, I guess. Yeah, right. Well, let's, guess, let's move on to receivers before we start uh, making fools of ourselves yeah. down there. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, Vinny, Joe, you, you want to lead off the receivers? You want me to lead this one off? You can take it. All right. At the very top, I don't really like – I okay, I like all of them at the top. But a receiver this week, I'm going to go lower, right? So these guys in the top four, I'm not really on. But Keenan Allen is the guy I talked about earlier. Yeah, I think Keenan Allen has potential. He has a 12-catch floor this week. Hopefully that converts into touchdowns. But, I mean, he's going to get so many targets underneath in that Raiders defense. Yep. Raiders linebackers don't cover it. They never have. I know it's a new D coordinator, but I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's the same old thing. Same players. Keenan Allen's going to come across the middle of the field. Abram's going to blow coverage. Keenan Allen's going to score a touchdown. It happens every single year. So (laughs) Keenan Allen, if I'm going to go up, Keenan Allen's my guy. All right. Um, Um, If I'm I'm going up, we'll say above 7,000. I think Jamar Chase is my guy. Uh, just because of where they get they get him the ball, T. Higgins in that offense is more the downfield guy. Jamar is the get kind of like the Debo light, right? Not so much as the rushing, but they get him the ball kind of wherever around the line of scrimmage. I really don't care about the ownership on him because I have some other guys like Dalvin Cook and some other people that I'm playing that's going to offset that. So he's going to be like my chalky guy that I go ahead and just play this week um, just because I like the way that, you know, they try and get him the ball. I think that if he continues on the same arc that he ended last year, this might be the cheapest that you'll ever see him at 7,100. I think very soon he's going to be up with Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams. Um, and I think he's a guy where, Everybody said, well, can he do it again? Can he do it again with Cooper Cup? Well, we just saw Cup had another 12, 12 catches, 13 catches tonight on you know a 50% target share. It's not going to be that much with Jamar Chase, but eight to 10 catches is not out of the realm of possibility. And on a full point PPR site, just load me up with that. I think he's got the highest – he's the receiver on the slate this week, I think with the highest floor. Uh, because if he converts one or two of those into touchdowns, then you're talking about 30, 35, maybe even 40 points. So he's a guy that uh, I'm probably going to have in most of my lineups this week if I'm going up. I like it. Yeah, I'm with you there on Chase. I just don't think there's anybody in Pittsburgh, let alone really in the league, that's going to hang with this guy. So if someone's going nuclear, it's going to be him. Uh, But I, I talked about it today a little bit when I hit on some ownership. If Debo Samuel's going to be at sub 5%, I'm going to find a way to jam him into lineups, uh, especially with the news that George Kittle's not going to play on Sunday. Uh, I think so. I mean, they are going to need him, in, in my opinion, on Sunday. He, he's, got a, he's got a rushing incentive in his contract. Yeah. He might, I think he's the only receiver in the league that has that, right? And in a game where the weather might be a little bit dicey, like you said, I don't think the Niners, you know, they might take one or two deep shots down the field, but getting Eli Mitchell involved, getting Debo involved close to the line, the great part about DraftKings is that it's full point PPR. So he catches the ball a yard down the field. I mean, that's a full point. And that's okay. He went for 171 yards last year versus the Bears. Like, yeah. And he, like you said, he has rushing upside. 
I think you could easily pick off him and just and uh, Eli Mitchell and just say the majority of the office is going to go through these guys. I really like Ayuk, but until I see it, like they're going to need to lean on these two with Kittle they, out. Uh, they're not going to need. Opinion. Yeah, they're not going to need Ayuk this game as much. This is not an Ayuk type game. Um, but I think even until you see what Lance looks like, you know, we all think he's going to be good, but. I don't know. Like, it could well, be I think I think this is the week where if you really want to like do something weird, if you're playing in like a Millie Maker or like a big tournament, and if you want to stack Lance, Debo, and Eli Mitchell together, that's a stack that no one is going to have. And combined, I think you might be less than fifteen percent owned. And the Bears are possibly the worst team in the league, so they're very getting, bad. So you're going to get that matchup. Yeah, very bad. What about mid level? Where are we at? Um, it's Amon Ross St. Brown, right? Yeah. Going with the theory that Detroit's going to want to run the ball. I think people are going to be very irritated with Amon Ross St. Brown in the first half of the game, and they're going to be yep. down, and Jared Goff's going to just be peppering him in the whole second half. Um, and hopefully he sneaks a touchdown in there in garbage time, right? Amon St. Brown, when they're going against prevent defenses, he's going to just rally underneath, get a ton of catches just like he did last year. It's a perfect yep. fit. 6,100 is very low. For what Amon Ross St. Brown's upside could be. Well, and I think I think Joey, I, I'm all over him too. He's my favorite guy in the mid-range. Wow. I think because there's so much value it at wide receiver this week, people are good, just gonna scroll right past the six thousands. Right? Yeah. And people are just gonna eh, Amon Ra, man, Marquise, Brandon Cook, yeah, I'm just gonna go all the way down here. I'm gonna play Michael Pittman. The 5,500. I'm going to play Devonta Smith. I'm going to play Adam Thielen at 5,400. Like, people are just going to scroll down. Everyone and their mother wants to play Juju Smith Schuster at 5,200, even though he's fucking hurt. Um, I'm all over Amon Ross St. Brown with you this week, Joe. Nice. Good to have some so, backing. So, the other the other guy in, the, in that area that, again, I don't know. Don't why. take my guy. I don't know why nobody's going to play this guy. Don't do but it. He's literally the only person on offense that they can oh, throw okay. the ball to, and it's Amari Cooper. Mm. He's at one, maybe sub 1% ownership. He, I'm just we, not touching anything with the Browns right now. He's the only player with the Browns that I want to have involved. He's a whiny little bitch. He <laughs> wants the ball. It's why he left. I mean, are, is this. I mean, wow. is he not? Everywhere he's been, he's complained. I want the ball more. I want the ball more. I want the ball more. You know why he fucking went to Cleveland? Because there's nobody else that they can throw the ball to. And especially now that you have Jacoby Brissett back there, he's just going to lock onto the ball. He doesn't go super far downfield, which is great for Brissett. You know, it makes Donovan Peoples-Jones basically irrelevant for his down-the-field play. And look, they're going to have to throw the ball, and he is going to get 45 to 60% of the targets when they throw the ball. So I don't care if they're only going to throw the ball 28 times. If he gets 13 to 16 targets, like, why are we not considering playing this guy at 5,900 so and at 1% ownership? The only thing that scares me is Jacoby Brissett is just not a fantasy-type quarterback. He's the king of having the 170-yard game, one touchdown, no interceptions. But that's fine. Uh, if that one touchdown is, is to Amari Cooper, <laughs> if at, at 1% ownership, I am more than willing to take a stab on a guy that's going to get 50 plus percent of 
the the target share in his team. I mean, there's nobody else at below six thousand dollars that's going to get over fifty percent target share when they're throwing the ball. You're a you're a bigger man than me. I, I will not uh, have one Amari Cooper share in my lineup. So I I wish you luck. I I might. I yep. mean, but the nice thing is, Vinny, is that at one percent owned, I don't need to have. Totally. 25% Amari Cooper to be over the field. I just need to have him in a couple of lineups. And if he hits, he yeah. hits. No doubt. Right? Well, I'm going to give you another guy that's going to be probably around 5% owned. That will be my probably highest owned player of the slate. I told you I like the Chargers massively. And I will have a ton of Hunter Renfro coming Yeah, back. that's a good one. And my thought is J.C. Jackson's going to miss this game, which means they are going to put Asante Samuel Jr. on Devontae. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are going to slide everything his way, and that leaves Mr. Renfro well, and, and, probably and James about is, 15 balls. On and Derwin James is going to be on Waller. Yep. yep. So I think it is wide open for Hunter Renfro to blow the doors off this. They are trailing. They're going to throw. He's car safety blanket. Dude, he may see 15, 18 targets. But, even, but even bigger than that, right, we got Mac and Bosa both healthy on that Chargers D-line. Gonna be They're going to get rid players. of the ball fast. Yep. They're going to be no going really, really fast. Hunter Renfro did. I, 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 think, I think he's my favorite player on Sunday. So, uh, we, I mean, we, we touched on Pittman a little bit. Like, he's a good, he's a good play. Like I everyone, everyone say, knows he's a good. Player. I have a, he's twenty percent later for that. Um, all right, but we want to stay in that range. It's Adam Thielen. I don't know what his ownership is like, but Adam Thielen at fifty four hundred. Oh, that's that's fine. At fifty four hundred, I mean, he's an absolute steal. Yeah, we went over the Vikings earlier. Their offense is going to go. Everyone's on Justin Jefferson. He's going to be twenty percent on plus. Adam Thielen's going to go twelve percent, and I think Adam Thielen has a chance to have two touchdowns. Right? Kirk Cousins loves Thielen in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Thielen's healthy this year. He played yeah. hurt half the season last year, right, with that ankle injury. So sure. Thielen's fully healthy. I think it's going to be a big Thielen week, and people are going to be slapping themselves, going, "Why? Why did I forget about this guy?" If we're if we're dropping down a little bit, I'll have some juju. We talked about him. A guy I like, though, is, is part of my, like, Saints kind of theory is Jarvis Landry. I think he's a guy who just produces quietly. You know, Michael Thomas, like, I kind of hope he doesn't play, but who knows what's going on with him. I mean, I'll have some Michael Thomas if he plays, but I think Jarvis Landry is going to prove to be, like, the most consistent target uh, uh, receiver in that offense. So I think at 5K and 2% ownership, I think he's a pretty damn good play there. Yep. Uh, I've got two guys priced at 4,700 that one's coming in at 0% ownership. Uh, <laughs> and the other one is coming in at just over 3% owned one, Sammy Watkins. Um, this is a guy that just like some of these other guys that is perpetually nicked up, always hurt. Lazard looks like he's going to miss this game. Aaron Rodgers wants to play with veterans. Um, Sammy Watkins has had a great camp. There's been nothing but good things said about him. I mean, I like it. I don't understand why his projection is seven to eight points in a game where Green Bay is going to have to throw the ball. And there's no one else. There's 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 literally no one else. There's, I'm not playing no Randall Cobb. No, I can't do it. I will take a shot at Sammy Watkins because I I like him quite a bit. And then I always already talked about him earlier a little bit. I won't belabor the point too much. But Marquez Valdez Scantling is the guy yep. who they, Gave they he's the highest paid wide receiver on that team. I don't think that people he's the downfield guy. That. Yeah. He's the downfield guy. And he has, you know, 
done a great job when we saw the spike games in Green Bay, right? But he was competing for targets with Devontae Adams. Yeah. Now, I mean, yeah, the concern about Kelsey obviously is there, but that's why I'm playing him in the stack with Kelsey and with Mahomes. I don't think Marquez Valdez-Scanley is a guy I'm just playing by himself. Uh, but I absolutely love him, and I'm going to have multiple of those stacks this week. Okay, Joe, right. anyone down low? Yes. So Marvin Jones Jr. at 4,400. So Marvin Jones Jr. is their clear number one. Trevor Lawrence has a rapport with Marvin Jones. They actually did pretty well together last year, considering the situation that they're under. Yes, they even did. in the pre even in the preseason games this year, um, I think that. Trevor Lawrence completed like seven passes to Marvin Jones, like seven for seven in two games. Sure. They got rid of Chenault. Right, the Jaguars are overhauling, and I think Marvin Jones is just their clear number one. And at forty four hundred, you can't ignore that with a team that's probably going to be down. And yep. I'm again, I'm not going to bet on them to win, but I'll definitely bet on Marvin Jones Jr. to get seven, eight plus catches in this game, and potentially a touchdown. And at forty four hundred, sign me up. Is there any real, real shit bombs you're looking yes. at, Vinny? Yeah, yeah. No, I'll go because Joey's obviously got multiple down here. Uh, no, I got one. <laughs> the only guy I like is at 3,800 is Josh Palmer. Uh, yeah, he's the only guy I feel one. good about. He's the third receiver in that Chargers offense. Again, I, I'm all in on the Chargers this week. So, uh, it, you know, he catches one bomb at 3,800. Like, we're in business. So, all right. Joe. Alec Pierce for the Colts. Alex so he's our, he's, our, he's our really freakish athletic dude that played on Cincinnati last year. Yep. He's had a great camp, and he solidified himself <laughs> as the number two receiver behind Pittman there. Alec Pierce is going to be their red zone target if they're not running the ball. Now, this isn't a guy I expect to blow up, but he's probably going to go 1% owned or less. He's yep. a starting receiver. We don't know what Matt Ryan and that offense is going to look like over there. Alec Pierce can get us two touchdowns on three catches, right? So he's going to be on the field a lot, and he's going against the Texans. There's just too much upside here, and – who knows? We can get this guy really early while he's really cheap. I like that. I like that. Um, I don't really have any love for anyone way the hell down here. Um, no. I mean, if you want to play some Jahan Dotson, he's the number two in Washington. No. I, I, no. Uh, I'll, I'll just pass. I think there's too many guys personally. I see a lot of people going to Wandale Robinson and Kadarius Tony. They have like eight receivers that can all catch balls there. I and mean, I, Kadarius I, Tony. That's how I feel about the Giants already. Kadarius but. Tony is the one guy where if he is healthy and on the field, he should um, be. I, I'll, I'll play him. But, but he's creeping up to like 15, 17% in ownership. And I'm just not going to do that for anybody yeah. on the Giants. But like, he's also, uh, to play devil's advocate on that, he might be that one guy this week, Vinny, that's be. a free square that like. Could be. They're, they're just going to get – you could play him by himself. He's going to get quite a bit of targets. He's going to get that close-to-the-line work that Dable loves. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I think my guy, if I'm going to go down there, I think it's going to be George Pickens at 4,100. Um, he's a guy, especially, especially if he's, he's the legitimate – on the depth chart, if you go look at it, he's the number two wide receiver, like Joey just said. If Deontay Johnson misses, uh, George Pickens is an absolute freak athlete who has a massive catch radius, who can play downfield. He can catch balls close to the line. I'm I'm on the fence. 
if De- if Deontay Johnson doesn't play, I might have like 35% George Pickens this week. So he's my guy down there that, you know, especially if Deontay doesn't play, I'm going to be all over him. Great play. Ooh. We ready to move on to tight ends? Yes. All right. I'll let you guys take over those uh, expensive dudes. I mean, for me, it's just Kelsey is my only guy. Uh, I do have some, I mean, if we're talking expensive, uh, I have a lot of interest in playing Kyle Pitts, especially my comeback to my New Orleans stacks. Uh, He's going to get 30 to 45% of the target share. He's not an inline tight end. He might line up with his hand in the dirt you know, four to six snaps a game, but uh, him and Kelsey are my two guys who I'm paying up. Um, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm just going to jam Andrews or Kelsey into as many lineups as I can. Uh, Fair I, enough. I think they're just both the focal point of their offense. Uh, they're in great spots. I don't know. Uh, I don't know I, why Andrews isn't higher owned. I'm showing him at six to 10%. Totally. And so I think how I'm going to probably play it is Kelsey will be in some of my, you know, a uh, little bit more contrarian lineups. And then some of my chalkier lineups, I'm going Andrews. And I'm just going to, I'm almost going to start my lineup with one of those two guys, probably. Okay. Is there anybody down low, Joe, that you're looking at? Yeah, there's someone I'm really interested in down low. And it's David Njoku, 3,900 for the Browns. And the reasoning is, Jacoby Brissett's at quarterback, and like you made a point earlier, there's no one else to throw to. Yeah, Njoku, and there's no more um, Austin Hooper. Yep. Right. So Njoku's the guy, and, you know. So he's going to be the starter there. He's going to get his targets. He is still a freak athlete. I mean, he's still 26 years old. Is kind of wild. I feel like he's in like his 10th year of that is being a rotational tight end. But Njoku is interesting. So I'm definitely going to have some Njoku going on and uh, and some lineups there for that price. A guy for $200 less that I'm going to go out of my way to get in quite a few lineups is the aforementioned Austin Hooper. Um, He, you know, he's, I know he's got Ferkser, hardly newer in the, uh, on the team, but look, Austin Hooper, we kind of forget about, he's actually a really good wide receiver. Uh, He was just on a team with like 18 wide receivers uh, last year, right? He was there. He's got, I mean, even Harrison Bryant's still there, him and Joku. Now he is going to be the pass-catching option, and especially until Traylon Burks kind of gets up and along. When they get down near the goal line, he is going to be the goal line option for them. Um, And at $3,700 in a game that I think is going to be a little bit more high-scoring than we think it is, I don't think Tennessee's defense is very good. Uh, We know the Giants' defense is not very good. Uh, if they're going to sell out, like I think that they are, to stop Derrick Henry, somebody is going to have to try and produce. Um, and I think Austin Hooper has one of those games where he has 14 to 18 points and maybe has, you know, not a ton of yards, but I, I think six catches for 55 yards and two touchdowns is certainly in the realm of possibility for him. Yeah. Um, I mean, it goes without saying we're the official podcast of Irv Smith Jr. We are <laughs> Quite a bit of lineups for me. Um, the only other guy, we talked about him a little bit. I, if he's going to play, I'll have a little bit of Bob Tanyan uh, in there just because it's who Aaron trusts. But yeah. That's it. Yeah. If, yep. if he's well, on the, the field, other... I think we got to try and play him. Um, oh, I'm going to have a lot of Tanyan. If he if he's a go, I'm, I'm yeah. playing him. Because if, yeah. if they're playing him, he's healthy and he's ready to go. There's no yeah. doubt about it. So if Tanyan's in, I'm playing a lot of Tanyan. 
The other person, oh. Jimmy, I might be stealing one from you here in the future, but Brevin Jordan, right? Yeah, 3, he's hundred. What's his ownership looking like? Is that what's scaring you? No, I mean, I there's just only so many guys that I can play. His ownership is three to four percent. Um, I'm I'm kind of on the the train where that you are, Joey. That they're going to try and run the ball a little bit more. Um, if it, if I run into a situation where I need to drop down and I need to save a couple extra hundred dollars, he's the only guy within any sort of realm in here, unless. Zach Ertz misses, and then I do have quite a bit of interest in Trey McBride. But yes. we'll, we'll, you know, if, if I think Ertz is probably going to play, he's just an older guy who just doesn't practice a lot and is always going to be on the injury report. So I mean, that's a really good call on Trey McBride. If he if he starts, he's a really interesting play. The dude is yeah, a stud. If, if if Ertz is out. I'm going to have a lot of Trey McBride and just kind of maybe go past everybody. Um, Twenty nine hundred. I mean, it's just again, it's like a, it's like a free square. So you play, you play Trey McBride if he's starting, and Kadarius Tony at forty one hundred. Two guys are going to garner quite a bit of target share, and you can do really whatever the hell you else you want with your lineup. Yep. So mm-hmm. that's it for me. Defense. Yeah. Defense. Who, right. Okay, so we're going all, all. Are we going all the way to the bottom, or what yeah, are we we're going? We're going bottom up on defense. We okay. can reverse it here. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, Joe, we'll give you the honor since you're wearing that shield on your hat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm going to go way down there and I'm just trying to get a cheap team, I like the Jets. Yeah. I, 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 li- I like the Jets' defense in general. they got a lot of talent. I like Robert Sala. I mean, Lamar Jackson, um, we didn't really talk about him much at all or at all in this podcast so far. He's going into that contract year. Is he going to be running the ball and putting his body on the line without that guaranteed money? Like what, or is he going to play harder and show them what he is? Like, we don't know what Lamar we're really going to get here. The Jets have been game planning for Lamar for weeks now. I do think Saul is a great coach and they're going to make some plays and give Lamar some headaches. I mean, there's no receivers. They're running backs. It's just this mosh posh of average people and injured players. I just, if I'm going all the way down, it's the Jets for me. All right. Damn, Joe, you stole my fucking team. I like them yes. too. I mean, I mean, the Lamar turns the ball over constantly. I mean, he he when even when he runs the ball, he fumbles, he throws bad interceptions. I mean, he throws a lot of pick sixes. Um, so I mean, the Jets are are mine. If the the most expensive defense that I'm gonna play this week is gonna be the Miami Dolphins at twenty six hundred. Um I, I mean, nothing about the New England offense scares me at all. Patricia and Judge. Yeah. That's all we have to say about the Dolphins. You've too. got the fucking rocket scientist and the Not rocket head. scientist. Fat rocket scientist. R- fucking running the offense with <laughs> Mac Jones, who's as vanilla as the fucking ice cream that I bought my kids earlier today. And doesn't really, they didn't do anything. Yeah, they added Devontae Parker. Okay. They have no dynamic tight ends. They have no really other dynamic players. I think Ramondre Stevenson might be their most dynamic player, and he's a running back that is going to get, you know, 30% of the carries or 30% of the snaps. Uh, I just – Miami, I think, is, is a good team. Um, and, you know, that's just one of those where I don't know if Miami can get you 20 points as a defense, but I don't think that they'll get you any less than like six or seven. 
All right. No, I, uh, my down low, bottom of the barrel, I, I'm rolling with the Jaguars, and I will play any team Ooh. that's facing Carson Wentz. Uh, not a bad call. Not there a bad is call. a built-in two-turnover minimum uh, with the Jags uh, <laughs> on Sunday. Hopefully they don't get shredded other than that, but Carson's going to turn the ball over for sure. Uh, I'll just rally through the teams I have interest in. I, I like. The I was going to. Well. Oh, I was going to go the opposite there, Vinny. The uh, the Washington Click Commanders. No, they, I, think the, I think the Jaguars beat them, man. I don't know. I'm just saying. I think the Washington Click Commanders defense is. <laughs> I think their defense is like they were all touted last year, right? And they did not perform to everyone's expectations. They're bringing everyone back. Right, they're gonna have that Good chemistry. Point. I think I think their defense is actually gonna play up to expectations this year and be a top five defense. Not saying that Carson Wentz is gonna help in any way, but I just think they're gonna get sacks, pressures, Whoa. interceptions against a Jaguars team that they're they're cleaning the slate. They're starting but, brand new. We don't know what we're gonna get out of them either. But here's my problem: the Commanders aren't even gonna have Chase Young on Sunday. He's not playing. Their best player. So, but it's their, like, their best no, their best D lineman is Allen. Okay, but. Chase Young is still their best pass rusher. Like, yeah, Joey. I mean, come I'm, on, man. I'm not. Whatever. I mean, whatever. We're down low. You can play them. Like, Jaguars are not <laughs> freaking Bills here. Um, I just I, think for $100 more, I think the Jags are someone who could maybe in the territory of getting you negative points. I think it's going to be next to impossible for the Miami Dolphins to get you anything less than five. We'll see. It's Washington. We don't know. It's, I mean, this – this game could be weird. Uh, who knows? Um, I have a little bit of interest in the Eagles. I just think they're going to dominate the D- Detroit in the trenches. Yeah, um, too much money. Lives are really scaring me. If I can find it, I will have a team absolutely to play the Ravens uh, against Joe Flacco. If I can find it, I'm going to get them into one lineup for Vinny, sure. You cannot no play defenses against elite running backs. You just can't do it. Who's the elite running back for the Jets? Or I'm sorry, the elite quarterback. Oh, okay. I was like, what am I missing here? Um, yeah. yeah, revenge narrative. Flacco probably. Throws Flacco is back. Flacco is elite. There is no, <laughs> there's no bones about that. All right. He's so fucking bad. Bold calls, <laughs> Joe. You're leading off here. MC in oh. it. Hit it. Damn, I already did it. I got excited. It was Alec Pierce. I think Alex Pierce gets two <laughs> touchdowns in the game on Sunday. Ooh. Oh, two. Yeah, I think Alec Pierce, dude, he's going to show out. We forgot all about him. Dang. All right, so, Jim? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I've got two that I could do. But, I mean, one. Fire I two. Go. I got two as well. I mean, I'm, I'm I might as well just do the one since I'm wearing all the Niners gear. Vinny's a Niners fan, but apparently it's too chicken shit to wear the gear. Same with Joey. I feel like I'm the only one who wears my team I likes gear. Joey, Joey um, this is my fucking team. She reps the shield, dude. <laughs> so you're not a Raiders fan anymore? Oh, I am. But most exactly. of the time, I just become an NFL fan. Anyway. <laughs> Rep um, the shield, baby. I'll say, I'll say that the Trey Lance, Eli Mitchell, Debo Samuel stack will be in the top three scoring stacks of the week. And will help somebody win five five to six figures this week. Dang. And it right. might be me because I'm gonna play <laughs> a shitload of it. All right. I'll I go like down that. with the ship. It's fine. I'm I'm down with that. That's cool. I think um, there's legitimate reasons behind it though. Yeah. 
All right. I will throw out, I think, semi-bold. Uh, I think Chargers hang a 40-burger uh, on Sunday. I don't know what that means for the other side of the game. I think they go over 40. Um, I think Herbert's the highest-scoring quarterback. On, so on you're, betting, you're betting the over in that game. Absolutely. And then probably a bolder call, I guess. Well, semi, but with ownership, this is where I'm doing. I don't even care if, if he plays – even better. Uh, I'm fading Rondell Moore and Saquon Barkley on Sunday. Uh, I'm just not touching that ownership for two guys in poor matchups, and I'm just not doing it. Rondell Moore's only speed, and the guy has has an MRI in his hamstring that he hurt two weeks ago. Like, well, well that I mean, that's gonna, not really that's not really a hot take anymore. If he was completely if he healthy, plays, well, I was fading it before. I have it on my. I don't even have him. My Saquon's a hard take. Saquon, I'm not Saquon's playing. A hot, Saquon's a hot take. I'm playing yeah, a lot, a lot of Saquon. Not uh, doing and, it. And again, again, my my map, my two big, or I guess my big fade is going to be Derrick Henry. I'm going to have zero lineups with Derrick Henry. I Joe, just don't anything, think, don't anyone think get super it popular that you're fading? Who's super popular? <laughs> no, yeah, never mind. I, I haven't seen the ownership. Here, I'll I'll give um, you the ownership real quick here, Joe. <clears throat> Uh, Saqu- Rondale is pr- the projected highest owned player. Uh, Saquon Barkley, 19%. Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, Marquise Brown, DeAndre Swift, Christian McCaffrey, Travis Kelsey, and Joe Mixon round out your top 10. Well, I am fading Pittman because I'm all on Alec Pierce. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. I um, love that. There you go. So I love Joey's, Joey's fading the fantasy darling of the offseason in Michael Pittman. Um, and all in on Alec Pierce, who maybe 4% of people have heard of. I love it. You're either going to make a lot of money on that, I love it. or I love you're, you're going to be dead pretty early. I might play Alec Pierce. I might play Confucius Alec Pierce. is all over Alec Pierce. I might, oh, God. <laughs> I might play Alec Pierce in my, uh, in my Niner stack. Let's just go real fucking weird. Get it all. Oh, yeah. Love it. All right. I think Thanks, that man. pretty much does it, huh? All right, everyone. I think it does. Thanks for listening in, and uh, good luck on Sunday. Make sure if you win, make sure you tag us on Twitter. It's on the bottom of the feed here, but it is JJ McIntosh, Vinny Levine 29, DFS Joey Levine are our three Twitter handles. So make sure you post and uh, our or our Red Zone DFS account, post your winnings, and share and gloat. All right, guys. Good luck.